I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. everyone and welcome back to the Decomplicating Dressage podcast. For those of you that are new here, my name is Jess Gale and this podcast is all about training your horse in a simple, uncomplicated way. We talk about the common problems people have when training their horses and I give you tons of different exercises and ways to solve each problem. We talk about why the problem is there in the first place and why the exercises work too. We also delve into mindset and I give you practical ways to improve your mindset so you're able to train and compete your horse the way that you want to. In today's episode, we are back to our training episodes, talking all things dressage and flat work, fixing problems you're having and giving you exercises, tips and tricks too. And to start off with a bang, I thought we would talk about the infamous inside leg to outside rein connection. We hear people talk about it a lot and it's become a very popular discussion topic recently so I thought it would be a great one to start the 2021 training series off. If you enjoy this podcast then please do share it and tag me in it so I can see what you think. On both Instagram and Facebook it's Jessica Gale Dressage and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts I would love for you to leave a review. So our topic of inside leg to outside rein is quite a big one. You hear it mentioned a lot, and I put it under that magic category of terms, which are talked about a lot on test sheets and during lessons, but rarely do we actually talk about why it's important, how to actually get it, or what it feels like to have it in the first place. It comes under the same kind of bracket as like throughness or connection or engagement. And a lot of riders know their horse might need these things because a judge or a trainer has told them. But achieving these things can seem like trying to find the holy grail of dressage. It's like this magical element that can make the difference between 60% and 70%. 
but it seems like this unachievable, almost impossible, magical concept. So why is there such a big deal about the inside leg to outside rein connection? So if you scoot back to when you learned to ride, if you were like me, you were taught the basic idea that you kicked the horse with your legs to make them go and you pulled with your hands to make them stop. When we talk about a connection in dressage, we hear a lot of either hind leg to front end connection and people also call it leg to hand connection or we hear about inside leg to outside rein connection. Now the hind leg to front end is basically the idea that the energy that is created by your leg pushes through the horse to the mouth. It's your hand then that holds all this energy and stops it from falling out the front end and your horse running away. This is what creates a contact. Then the combination of this good forward reaction to your leg and a good contact results in a good leg to hand or hind leg to front end connection. So let's go back to riding school life then. If you wanted to turn left, you pulled with the left rein. And if you wanted to turn right, you pulled with the right rein. Now I know now that actually things have developed quite a lot and people's experiences might be completely different. But this was my experience when I went to a riding school. This is how I was taught to ride. And the problem then happens when this rider progresses up the dressage levels and wants to do 20 metre, 15 metre, 5 metre circles. Now, ideally, on every circle, we want the horse's whole body to bend around the circle with their head, neck and body following their direction of movement. But when we use just the inside rein to pull the horse round, we end up with a massive amount of neck bend and then nearly zero body bend. So from the ground, it would look like the horse's neck is trying to do like a five metre circle, but the horse's body is trying to go in a straight line. Generally, though, what the rider will feel on top is they'll say that it feels like the horse is falling through the outside shoulder or they keep trying to drift to the track and make the circles bigger. Or they'll find the opposite and they'll find that the horse falls in and almost feels like they're motorbiking around corners and circles. Either way, though, they'll feel like their horse can't properly balance themselves and that they don't have full control over the size and shape of the circle. Generally, the next step of that then is that a rider will then progress up to 15 metre or 10 metre circles. And it will be at this point that they'll realise that they don't have full control over that size or shape of the circle. And this is particularly the case if there's no arena wall there to stop them, which is why those 50 metre and 10 metre circles are so difficult, is because so much more of the time spent on the circle isn't against a wall. So the horse can't rely on it. And then you find that that falling out or falling in becomes a problem. So we know what the problem is then, what should we actually do? Now, the inside leg to outside rein concept is how we teach our horses um, to ride circles. And it's a very common thing now in normal dressage training. So instead of using the rein to turn the horse, we use the inside leg to create the bend. 
By using the inside leg, this means that you're then able to create a whole body bend where the horse bends in the back and rib cage as well as their neck. This then makes the horse lift their inside shoulder, which stops them from doing that motorbike and dropping the inside shoulder thing. And then if you find that your horse still leans on that shoulder, then you just apply a little bit more inside leg. And this makes your horse lift that inside shoulder and step sideways. Now, if we just use our inside leg, we'd end up basically with a leg yield because we'd be creating a bend and that step away from our inside leg. But there would be nothing there to stop them. So the horse would just keep stepping away from our inside leg until they hit a wall. So it's the outside rein then that stops the horse letting that energy fall out through the outside shoulder and drifting to the track. So think of your outside rein almost as being an invisible wall. Your horse can't push through that wall, so he needs to follow it around like a horse would follow the fence or the track. It's a great exercise as well when you ride a circle to imagine you have a wall on the outside of you. It subconsciously encourages you to use more outside rein and therefore is going to stop your horse falling out and making that circle too big. So if you find your horse drops onto their inside shoulder and motorbikes round, you add more inside leg. And if you find your horse leans on the outside shoulder and falls out and drifts to the track, you use more outside rein. If you have that perfect amount of inside leg to create that bend in the body and lift in the inside shoulder and obviously keep the horse moving, and you have the right amount of outside rein to stop your horse falling out and drifting to the track, then you have what we call inside leg to outside rein connection, where your inside leg is creating the energy and your outside rein is catching that energy and stopping it from disappearing out the side door. So you now know the theory, but how do we actually achieve this with our horses? A great exercise I love to use is called spiralling. So start in walk to get just a good feel of the exercise and it also makes it a little bit more difficult. We start on a 10 metre circle right in the middle of the arena, away from all your tracks, all your fences, any walls. Now I want you to sit on this circle and pay attention to whether you feel your horse makes the circle smaller or bigger. If they want to make it smaller, he's leaning on that inside shoulder and that is when you need to put on that inside leg. If you find they want to make the circle bigger, then they're leaning on the outside shoulder and you need to add a little bit more outside rein. Now, when you feel you can consistently keep an even shape and size 10 metre circle, we're going to use our inside leg to push our horse back out onto a 20 metre circle. Now, let's think this through. If I asked you to use more inside leg, but your outside rein was still stopping your horse from falling out, then your horse wouldn't be able to move sideways back to the track because your outside rein would be stopping him. So whilst you do need to add more inside leg, you also need to loosen up a little bit on that outside rein. Almost imagine it's like you're opening a door. You open the door and give with your outside rein and then you use your inside leg to push him through that door and step sideways. Now, a quick note about this. When I say give with the rein, I do not mean throw it away. I mean a small push forward with your hand and your horse will feel this in the bit. So you should feel your horse bends in the ribcage and moves away from your leg. 
And once your horse has moved over to that 20 metre circle, really focus on keeping that feeling that your horse has bent around your inside leg all of the time. Now this exercise is great and I love it because you can play around with it massively to really test your control over your horse. You could start on a 10 metre circle and then leg yield out to a 15 metre circle and then come back onto a 12 metre circle and then back out to a 20 metre circle and really test your control of the size and shape and that inside leg to outside rein connection. So play around with it. But make sure each time you come onto your new size circle, so you've leg yielded, let's say, from a 10 metre to a 15 metre circle. Once you meet that 15 metre circle line, you need to stay on that circle for a bit to make sure you've got that control and your horse isn't falling in or out before you then move on to your next size circle. Now, I completely understand that a lot of you might be thinking, to be honest, I use my hand to circle, but I still get okay work marks and it works for me. And that's great. However, the reason why the inside leg to outside rein connection is so important in a dressage horse's training is because it makes the horse bend in his whole body, not just his neck, which results in a horse that is more supple through their whole body rather than just being supple in their neck. It also helps a horse to be more balanced because we're not going to have a horse that is falling out or falling in on the shoulder. And they're also going to be in better self-carriage because they're holding themselves up rather than leaning on the rein. So because they are more balanced and in a better self-carriage, this is going to strengthen the horse too because they're going to be holding themselves up and they're going to be using their hind legs to balance themselves and push them around the circle rather than being on the forehand or leaning on a shoulder and relying on the rider. Also, when a horse comes to learn the lateral movements, the idea of bending around the inside leg and stepping sideways, which is so important for things like leg yields and shoulder ins, is already embedded in your horse's brain. The same as when you're riding a circle. If you find your horse falls or run through the outside shoulder, then you're going to take up more outside rein. If you find that their hindquarters get left behind, or they don't bend enough or move away from your inside leg in these leg yields and shoulder ends, then you just add more inside leg. A horse that already has a good inside leg to outside rein connection will find leg yields and shoulder ends so much easier to learn, and you'll probably find that you'll be able to do it in 15 minutes because they will already understand the concept. So making sure you have this inside leg to outside rein connection can make a big difference in the training of your horse. It can be tough to rewire your brain to not just pull on the inside rein every time. And your horse can take a while to actually understand that he can't anymore fall out or fall in through the shoulders. But once your horse is established in this, you will find that you have so much more control over your horse's body, the size and shape of your circles and your positioning in everything from just trotting around the outside of the arena keeping your straightness to your lateral work and obviously the more control you have over your horse the higher your marks are going to be when you go into a test 
So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and share it on social media. The easiest way to do this is to just screenshot it and do tag me in it as well and let me know what you think. I love that some of you are letting me know where you're listening to these podcasts. So let me know where you're listening to them and what you thought about them too. The best way to do this is to tag me on Instagram and Facebook. Both you can find me at Jessica Gale Dressage. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and I will see you next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.